Hello again. I'm Peter Alsop. I say again because some folks listen in every week, and maybe this is your first time here, so welcome. I've been recording this Songs to Chew podcast for more than three years now. Today's song comes from my Grow It at Home album. It's called I Love My Family. I wrote it because so many kids have told me that they're embarrassed by their parents and their brothers or sisters are really annoying. And yet, after all the complaints, they still love their family. I thought that deserved a song because I think that's the way a lot of us feel. So here's our song to chew for today. I love my family. I love my mom, she loves to shop. She's not a bunny, but she can hop. She wiggles her nose and shops her clothes. And she nibbles grass just to make me laugh. guitar and wooden spoons, and my pal Greg Hilfman played piano, drums, and bass, and there were a bunch of Topanga kids who sang with us, too. 
You know, the word familiar comes from the word family. Pretty much everyone in our own family is familiar to us because we lived with them. We've seen them at their best, and we've seen them when they weren't really doing so well. As we all know, us humans can be crazy and grumpy and selfish and out of sorts. And it isn't just our family members who do this. We do it too, right? I put a lot of humorous things into this song because I think humor can be a great way for families to get through some of the tough times that families face. When a family has a healthy sense of humor, when we can laugh with each other about some of the ridiculous things we do as human beings, it helps us all sit back for a minute and reflect on the bigger picture of life going on around us, outside our family as well. And I call that healthy kind of laughter the laughter of recognition. We recognize the out-of-balance behaviors because we have those kinds of behaviors ourselves, sometimes. I remember as a kid going over to one of my friend's homes for dinner, and I could see that other families have family members who act in their own peculiar and special ways, too. And I realized that it wasn't just my family that had out-of-balance behaviors. So when I call my own family nutty, I'm well aware that it's kind of a normal way for families to act. Unfortunately, in my family of origin, we used to laugh a lot. But most of our humor wasn't victimless humor. We were pretty merciless with the way we picked on each other. It was like a competition sometimes, seeing who could find the most clever way to make fun of someone else. It was often very funny, but not very safe or nice. You'll notice in I Love My Family that all the examples, even though they're silly or ridiculous, don't have any victims. Even when grandma sings the notes all wrong, or when sister loves to talk things through and through, the singer finds that amusing and acknowledges that still I love my family. I wanted to model how we can maintain a positive attitude about the bizarre behaviors of some members of our family of origin. We're each given a set of circumstances that we really don't have any say about. We're born into this family, and we're kind of locked in for a bunch of years because we're just little kids. We're required to figure out how to respond to the human zoo we were born into. And after many years of trying different tactics to make things work well for ourselves, the stark realization often sets in, we have to admit, I'm afraid it's what I feared. It's weird, but every now and then, my behavior's just like them. I love my family. I've inherited insanity. We have a nutty family tree. That's why I love my family. It's a valuable coping technique to learn how to use victimless humor. Humor is a wonderful way to be playful and release some of the stress that happens to us daily in our families and in our society. But often we slip into teasing each other and making fun of one of our relatives' faults or weak spots or one of their physical attributes that they see as a deficit. And that never feels safe or supportive when we do that. When I would get teased about something and I'd complain about it, my brother would say, hey, lighten up. I wouldn't bother teasing you if I didn't care about you. And I'd say, well, why don't you just tell me you care about me? That would feel a lot better. That's something that can be very hard to do with our siblings, particularly amongst males. My old friend and teacher, Dr. Annette Goodhart, taught me that teasing someone is playing with their pain without their permission. I asked her, well, what about couples? I tease my wife about things that I know are uncomfortable for her, and she teases me back about my stuff. Annette said, right. When you feel safe with a friend or a relative and you play with their pain by teasing them, it feels safe enough for you to say, hey, that wasn't okay. I'm still kind of raw about that. And the loving response is, gee, I'm sorry, I went too far. Didn't mean to overstep. When we can do that, when we can apologize for going too far, 
it makes it okay for us to play with each other by teasing, because the intent of the humor or the clever retort isn't to tear down the other person, it's to connect with them. And when we feel safe enough in our relationship, then we can actually have courageous conversations with each other. We can bring up and talk about loaded issues that we need to speak about. And the more we do this, the more we learn about how to move on without a sense of having to walk on eggshells. We often live in fear of triggering some repressed anger or sadness or fear that happened long ago and that we didn't mean to trigger. So this dynamic works for old injuries that occurred long ago. If we're going to feel safe within our family, it means we have to feel safe enough to have those courageous conversations as they can allow us to move into the future without the constraints of triggering emotional blow-ups. And this dynamic reminds me of how critical race theory in our larger national family wants to look squarely at the truth and horrible history from our past so we can readjust our current behaviors and encourage healing and future improvements. Using victimless humor and building a safe space and trust between national siblings is kind of like having a pressure valve that can slowly regulate and let off some of the traumatic pressure that has built up. Then we don't have to worry about an explosion and we don't have to live with the fear that arises whenever we try to talk about sensitive issues. That's plenty to chew on for today. I'm Peter Alsop. Thanks for stopping by. I'll be back next week with another song to chew. Bye for now.